Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And a good Sunday morning to you, 7.13 here on WCCO, waiting Jim Gilbert's phone call for more of Nature Notes, brought to us by By the Yard Patio Furniture and the good folks at Cardinal Corner. Let's talk about Cardinal Corner. Jim and I will uh, bring you up to date, up to speed on what's happening with uh, By the Yard Patio Furniture. Great, uh, and they're here at the fair too. Well, this summer, and we're still in it, is still can be kind of hard on our feathered friends. So Pam and Lee at Cardinal Corner, wanted me again to remind you to make sure you do a couple of things to keep them happy. Keep clean, fresh water out for the birds, not only to drink, but to bathe in. And they also say clean those bird feeders and bird houses regularly. And by the way, when you do stop by, and I hope you do, Cardinal Corner, pick up some bird seed. You'll find it to be the freshest you will find anywhere at Cardinal Corner. And sign up for that the monthly newsletter. It's free. Get all kinds of great tips from that newsletter, just subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. And if you need a gift idea, boy, those ladies at Cardinal Corner have all sorts of gift ideas. It's so much more than a bird seed store, as we like to say. They're open seven days a week. Lee and Pam, uh, they're in West St. Paul. Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center. Here's their phone number, 651-455-6556, or online, as I said, at cardinalcorner.com. Cardinal Corner, you'll find out, is more than just a bird seed store. And good morning to you, Jim Gilbert, on this Sunday. We're live at the fair and hope you're doing well today. Well, we are, and I hope Tony's with you. Yes, he is. He just brought us food, so I... Oh, great. <laughs> Breakfast. I think that is so neat that he gets up early in the morning, goes with Dad to work, really see what it's like to be on CCO yeah, Radio. It's it's wow. fun. It's It's really fun. <laughs> Uh, it is. Yeah, I know he's done it for years, and this is great. This oh. is great. Well, um, I'm calling from um, our cabin, <laughs> our family cabin uh, up here at Luton on the ridge above Lake Superior. I'm looking right out at the lake right now, beautiful blue colors. It's 57 degrees, air temperature, water temperature about 64 uh, on the surface there. Uh, sunny with uh, serious clouds. Northwest winds. What about what temperature is it in the Twin Cities? Last report attempt, Jim, was 61, and we're going for 88 today. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I We've been away for like three days, so it's been, it seems like a lot longer than that. Well, anyway, um, as our listeners know, Lake Superior is the largest, coolest, deepest, roughest, and cleanest of the Great Lakes, and 206 miles of more than 2,500 miles of the of the coastline are in Minnesota. And, of course, it's very scenic here. And I am calling from our family cabin on the ridge above Lake Superior at Luton. Our three sons, Andrew, Christian, John, three daughters-in-law, six grandkids are here with Sandy and me. We're a little bit crowded. Our cabin isn't all that big. we got 14 of us here. But we are having fun. 
Uh, here at Luton and along the North Shore, uh, two dozen species of wildflowers are blooming, including the tall sunflower, Canada goldenrod, large-leaf aster, purple-stemmed aster. Uh, there are touches of fall colors seen, uh, you know, like a few golden yellow leaves on paper birches, uh, some patches of red on moose maples and tinges of red on uh, wild red raspberry foliage. You know, and, and there's some just beautiful red on these three-toothed synclofoil plants. Now, most people will know what, what they are. They may not know the name. But when you're walking along the shoreline, you see these cracks in the rocks and these tiny plants in there. That's the three-toothed synclofoil and showing, starting to show this red fall color. Our group has been uh, biking, (laughs) walking on the Superior Hiking Trail. Uh, We went to Cascade River State Park and hiked. We've really been having just a nice time. Had a picnic along the shore yesterday but back in the twin cities sunrise 638 the sunrise is here by the way 15 minutes earlier and sets about 15 minutes earlier also so we have about the same amount of daylight here anyway in the twin cities sunrise 638 sunset 746 so today in the twin cities area we have 13 hours eight minutes of daylight we have lost three minutes of daylight since yesterday, 21 minutes since last Sunday, and two hours and 28 minutes is a total daylight loss since June 20th, our summer solstice, first day of astronomical summer, and the longest daylight period of the year. We still have four hours and 21 minutes of daylight to lose by December 21st, our winter solstice, the first day of astronomical winter, and the shortest daylight period of the year. The normal high, boy, Danny, that 88, wow. The normal high for day in the Twin Cities is 77. Normal low, 58, so we're and it's, well above that. And it's supposed to be tomorrow, Jim, for Labor Day, 72, so a lot cooler tomorrow. Oh, wow. All right. Well, our records for today, though, in the Twin Cities for September 3rd, um, 97. Set 92 years ago, 1925, that 97 degrees high. The record low, 32, and I remember that. That was our earliest frost ever in the Twin Cities. That happened 43 years ago, 1974, so record low, 32. The most precipitation we've ever received in recorded history on this date goes way back to 1887, 130 years ago. 1.08 1.08 inches of rain. The waxing gibbous moon set this morning at 3:49. That's when Denny and Tony were on their way to CCO. I, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe even earlier. <laughs> <laughs> earlier, you guys, you really incredible. Anyway, it will rise again um, this early evening, uh, 6:31. This coming Wednesday, September 6th, is full moon. Here at Lutzen, uh, we have been enjoying the, the star-filled skies at night. People have a chance to get out, get way out away from the city lights, like up here. We we see the, the bright Milky Way, Cygnus the Swan, also called the Northern Cross, and the Milky Way and the Pleiades. And those are just some of the groups we've seen. 
as far as what's happening outdoors right now, and that's called the phenology, both common and great ragweeds continue to shed much pollen into the air. Indian grass, big blue stem grass, blazing star, prairie dock, and stiff goldenrod are showy blooming plants on prairies right now. Juvenile male wood ducks have been taking on adult plumage. And by the way, the wood ducks also like acorns, and they've been eating wild grapes. White-tailed deer fawns have grown quite large and are losing their spots. Tiny, newly hatched snapping turtles head for ponds and lakes. Lately, apple growers have been picking sweet tango, Paula Red, I saw those at the fair, Zestar, Red Baron, and Min, Minjon, plus chestnut crabs and the first Honeycrisp apples. More than 100 varieties of apples are grown in Minnesota, and each one has its own special flavor and texture. Well, uh, today could be the last time that many people who feed Baltimoreos will be see them coming to their grape jelly and sugar water feeders. A good share of them leave by September 3rd each year, and a few will stay until about September 10th, and after that, seeing a Baltimore Oriole is a rare sight. They are night migrants and are off to winter from southern Mexico to northern South America. Over the years, observers in Central America report that the first Baltimore arrived there during the second week in September. Most ruby-throated hummingbirds leave northern Minnesota by September 12th, and southern Minnesota by December, excuse me, I said September 12th and then September 25th for southern Minnesota. Right now, there's a feeding frenzy at many feeding stations, and a lot of people have put up more feeders in southern, in the southern Minnesota area to accommodate the young of the year, plus migrants from the north, and plus the adults, of course, that are still here. Meteorologists and climatologists consider September 1st to be the first day of autumn here in the upper Midwest. Astronomers have us wait until the autumnal equinox on September 23rd for fall to begin in the northern hemisphere. But we are definitely into biological autumn, and we were by September 1st. And here's some examples of fall signs that we were seeing by September 1st. Fall mushroom watching with our more than adequate rainfall, has been great. The green prime is passing. We're seeing some golden yellow leaves on native basswoods, green ashes, eastern cottonwoods, and touches and patches of red color on sugar maples, and staghorn sumacs are showing red foliage, and so are the Virginia creepers. Fall-blooming wildflowers such as Jerusalem artichoke, several goldenrods, and and aster species and the white snake root are blooming. In the gardens, the, the fall blooming chrysanthemums have started, and dahlias are blooming, and a few dahlias too, but it's the end of that. As far as birds go, waves of warblers have been moving through Minnesota. Common nighthawks, flycatchers, swallows, and various shorebirds continue migrating through. Now, the new 2018 edition of the Freshwater Society's Minnesota Weather Guide calendars are out 
look for the Minnesota Weather Guide calendars, wall, and engagement form, and their beautiful photographs, astronomy pages, astronomy and phenology, sunrise, sunset times, moonrise, moonset times, weather history, and much more. They're found in book and gift stores most everywhere, but they're available for a special price at the Minnesota State Fair. Look for the Minnesota Weather Guides at the Freshwater Society booth at the CARE 11 Red Barn, just right in front of the Red Barn, across from the DNR Park. It's kind of right behind our building, too, as a matter yes. of fact. Yeah. Yes. Say, Jim, Ted I know. I, oh, I was going to. Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. I was going to get in to buy the yard here, because Sandy and I stopped in. We had time. We were at the fair. I was there for three days signing weather guides. But I, I, had to, I just have to mention before we get to buy the yard, I had to go to the horticulture building and see the 775-pound pumpkin grown by James Magnuson <laughs> from New London. I can't believe it. Huge. 775 pounds, it's huge. Oh. But then we looked at the other fruits and vegetables, of course, the honey displays, and the fresh-cut Christmas trees, Fraser firs and Colorado spruces and balsam firs put on. They have a, a great display put on by the Minnesota Christmas Tree Growers Association. And we went to the Mercantile Mark, and oh my gosh, what a great display that By the Yard is putting on there. You can you see so just... So many people flying yes. the chairs. <laughs> so many things on display. I think that may be their biggest display ever. And, it, and you can still... And by the way, I just found out, Jim, that sale prices are good through September 9th. So if you, and you don't need to go to the fair, but if you are there, uh, head to the merchandise mart, check out that Buy the Yard display. This is that CCO Land Company family-run business that we've, uh, Jim and I have told you about so many years now. Uh, and I want to give you a phone number and a website, but they still have 20 to 50% off on selected display items. You get on their website, buytheyard.net, for that list of display items. You can save 10% on new furniture, and Jim and I still are amazed at the delivery cost anywhere in the lower 48 of just $25. No, incredible, because you consider the weight. This stuff yeah. does not blow away in the wind. Oh, no, it does not. <laughs> but, so, you know, it's fun watching the people try out the gliders and the Adirondacks. You know, and they said, hey, this is comfortable stuff. It really is. You don't need cushions or anything, and you're never going to see it fade either. You have a 35-year warranty on this uh, Minnesota-made furniture. All right, buytheyard.net is their website. Check them out at the Merchandise Mart here at the fair, or call, get that free color catalog, 952-492-2777, that great furniture from Buy the Yard. Jim, we got an email uh, a couple days ago from uh, Tom and Hugo who said, uh, could you please ask Jim, uh, he saw a nuthatch in his yard. It was almost pure white. Please ask Jim if he's ever heard or seen one of those. No, I have not, but it certainly is possible because I we have seen a white black-capped chickadee. I've seen a white robin or nearly white, and that, you know, it's you know, a form of albinism when it's nearly white. That's No, it's pretty neat. Wow. Right. We've got a couple minutes to go, Jim. Okay. David and Mary Brisland, who live on the ridge above Lake Superior at Luton, about five miles from our cabin here, report that this past Wednesday, August 30th, a steady stream of warblers flew over the Sawtooth Mountains during the afternoon. They counted 12 different species that were migrating, including the, the Blackpole, Chestnut-Sided, Tennessee, Northern Perula, and Nashville warblers. Pine siskins are also coming through in big flocks. They are seen eating 
paper birch seeds, and they also come to the Brislance's feeders where they like sunflower hearts. The fireweed, which is about a three to four foot tall wildflower with rose purple flowers, is now blooming at the very top. And that, of course, means the end of the summer season up here, but beginning of fall. Only flowers at the top, of course. Lots of yellow wildflowers along the North Shore, David says. Canada goldenrod, tansy, black-eyed Susan, the tall sunflowers. Tim Grady reports from Lanesboro, way down in southern Minnesota, that yesterday there was a good number of migrating green darner dragonflies flying overhead on their way south, and they were catching midges in the air. That was That's their food. Keith Radel from Fairboat saw another giant swallowtail butterfly on the wing yesterday, just south of, of Northfield, and that's his third giant swallowtail that he's seen in the last 10 days, and he hadn't seen it for about five years. Now, the giant swallowtail butterfly is Minnesota's largest butterfly. Keith Radel has a bluebird trail made up of a and nesting boxes. There are only four baby bluebirds left. That's one nest. Eastern bluebirds left to fledge. He expects them to fledge tomorrow or Tuesday. And then his total will be 805 young eastern bluebirds that fledge from his wow. nesting season from the nest boxes on his trail. We'll have to... Answer, a little bit more? No, we have, we're we out of time, Jim. Oh, how, shoot. How about <laughs> okay. next week we'll uh, we'll, we'll do it again. Week. Good deal. All right. Have a good week, Jim, and enjoy the enjoy my favorite part of the country. That's beautiful. Uh, Jim Gilbert yeah. back uh, next Sunday morning with more Nature Notes here on 830-WCCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.